Alright everybody, it's finally happened. The Metal Hand of God podcast has finally got an online merch store. It's located at tpublic.com. That's right, tpublic, T-E-E, public.com. Go there, to their website, type in M-H-O-G, and a variety of art designs will pop up where you can put them on t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, Pandemic masks. That's right. We also have pandemic masks. The new fashion accessory for the year 2020 into 2021. We have wall art, notebooks, mugs, pillows, pins, you name it. Hey, you want stickers? Magnets? How about a phone case? That's right. You can get an MHOG phone case just by going to tpublic.com. A variety of sizes and colors, and the quality is hands down the best you're going to find. That's right. MHOG Merch Store at tpublic.com. You're part of the family. Might as well really be part of the family and grab yourself an MHOG tea at tpublic.com. Thanks for listening to the MHOG Podcast and for all your support through the years. We want to see those t-shirts outside, so go to Tee Public. Order your MHOG merch today. TeePublic.com I wonder where a guy, an everyday Joe like myself, can find a little action. Do I make you horny? In love, you long time, works me so horny. What is your major malfunction, nut-nut? Give me some sugar, baby. Hi, guys, this is Max Cherky, and you're listening to Metal Hand of God Podcast. Yeah, baby! <laughs> yeah. Don't worry if you don't speak it out loud. We'll give you your money back. Welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and with me tonight is a very special guest. Host? That's right, guest host. That guy over there, Vernon Smith. Hi, that's me. And we have an extremely special guest on the show, Mr. Casey Jost. What's up, man? Hey, welcome. Are you, I think you almost said ghost, a very special ghost. Uh, you're a very you know, special like, ghost. Is this how I find out I died? <laughs> you come out and go, uh, For those of you who don't know the man, he is an actor, he is a writer, he is a producer, he is a man who does everything in the entire world. Musician? <laughs> yes. I, I'm, I can't juggle, I can't... Um... <laughs> Let me think. Uh, I, I can't play sports very well. I do my best. <laughs> well, I mean, as, as long as you put an A for effort, you know. Yep. <laughs> yep. But um, 
So Casey, man, we, we wanted to talk to you about some stuff, man. You, uh, I, I just so happened to start watching your videos on YouTube and they are hysterical, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank like, you for like, watching. like really like, ah, oh, man. Um, I, I love the Staten, the Staten Island, Island stuff. stuff. Jesus, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> that the, was fucking hilarious. The, the Cribs <laughs> thing nearly killed me, man. Oh, funny. That's Dude. <laughs> I watched the 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 one you doing with the was it the uh, the your mom's house over like three <laughs> three times <laughs> because it was so good it was so good I sent it to like and four this is people my kitchen. Cut. yeah I sent it to like four people dude I was like look you guys gotta watch this this is great it's so funny thank you I really appreciate that thank you so much yeah I, I it's it's funny I, I think sometimes people don't think to you know check those out or something but um. I'm very happy. I, I should do more. I, I it's I, I have such a hard time at like, I I don't think I'll ever be an influencer because my consistency is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I love the fact that the uh, the word influencer is now uh, like a thing. Like people right, put right. people put that out there is that their job is that I'm a I'm an influencer. What the hell is that? When I went to school, I'm going. You know what? I wanted to be a fireman or a, or a police officer. These son of bitches grow up to be influencers. What the it hell? It is so. It's so crazy. It's really so funny that it, like it, the term took off in this way. That's like, but it. I guess it makes sense. What it means is it, it's so tied into like advertising. Right. It's like you have a big enough following that if you tell people to buy, go to this site and buy this thing, they'll do it. You've influenced them to purchase something. And we're yeah. calling that, we're putting that on par with like musicians and yeah. actors. It's <laughs> right. crazy. I, I don't know, man. The, the world is such a strange place nowadays. I mean, and you, you guys know it straight up, uh, dealing with the COVID stuff with, with filming um, uh, Impractical Jokers and things like that. I know you guys had been stopped for quite a while due to the fact of the COVID thing. Uh, but how yeah. how how have you done during that that stint? Like, did you do a lot more videos? Did you put out new? I know you put out some songs on on here as well. Yeah. So right when um, we locked down, I was we we, you know, we continued working like kind of writing a little bit, and then we we got word that we were gonna like take a take a hiatus an indefinite hiatus we did at first it was like we're gonna take two weeks off and then see what happens and then that two weeks turned into you know quarantine right um and and you know i i'm a person that like as soon as uh, like a job ends i try to make some stuff on my own just because i think it's important to like kind of keep the ball rolling yeah on like a, on the creative side so i i had started i had been also working on a live show that I was going to use a bunch of these songs that I then made for these like little Instagram videos. But it was originally going to be like a show called something like Casey Joe's Jukebox, where I let the audience pick what, like based on the song titles, like on a screen, they get to see what the name of the songs are and whatever they pick, I would do. So I actually had like a bunch of songs written and still more songs that I haven't made videos for. But then also I wrote some new ones and, you know, edited them differently or, or whatever to make them more for like Instagram videos. And um, so that's what I that's what I did as soon as quarantine hit. Like I was like, I need some output. And then and then I just kind of took a break for a little bit. I think it happened like right when like um, George Floyd was murdered. And I feel like the the, the, the climate like really changed. Yeah. And right. it was like I, the, I, it's so insane because the next song I had like on deck was a song called Potty Time. <laughs> 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 and it's like, am I going to drop this the week? 
that like a, a, a human being was like murdered in the streets. I'm gonna take my time. You're like, no, um, no, I'm put that out later. Yeah. I still haven't. I, I, I have, I've, I've, it's all like it's like on deck. There's no video associated. Yeah, I haven't like recorded a video. Oh but man, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta finish potty time. Yeah, man, you gotta throw that down. I'm, I'm ready. To, I'm excited to hear this potty time. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, I, and I, I just think like at that time, I think a lot of comedians were like. What do what do we say right now? And I, and right. this has this happens throughout time, like you know, like after nine eleven, and um, like a lot of things that happen where like the the world sort of speaks out. Uh, I think like it's it's sometimes hard. And quarantine was like that too. A lot of my friends were like, "This is devastating," and they didn't know how to react. Um, a lot of people have lost their shit during during quarantine, buddy. Like I like I know a lot of a lot of people who who really really just couldn't handle the the staying at home and not you know doing anything kind of thing um and uh we were talking to uh uh comedian skylar stone and and he was telling us that you know he says you know who you know who really couldn't handle he says i know i'm going to come off like a sexist but he said who couldn't handle the quarantine well it was the women man women started like breaking down and doing all i'm like really he's like yeah it's like my wife went crazy <laughs> i was like okay <laughs> I, I definitely handle it worse than my wife. My wife really? is like, I get to cook, I get to like, ex- I get to exercise, like all these things that she felt like she, and, you know, it, like from going to work every day, like traveling into the city, working long nights and coming back home. She's like, I have an influx of time. But at the same time, you know, it, it got hard on everybody. But yeah, I, I definitely felt like I, 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 I still think I'm like in this fog from wow. this year of, of like, who am I? It's like existential crisis. I think, right. I, I, you know, not to say that I, I can't say which, which, you know, who, who has it worse, but just from my experience, but also I, I mean, my wife is, is definitely has just a better head on her shoulders in general. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, and also I think it's a lot of, uh, wives are, are, you know, the ones that don't work or, or, or mostly do stuff at home. And then all of a sudden your husband's at home all day long with you it might yeah. try to drive them a little crazy, you know. A hundred. I definitely <laughs> did. I mean, we had a we had a conversation today just about like, you know, chores or almost like uh, like. There's just things that I, I you know, I, I I haven't been doing that I have to fucking do, <laughs> like, you know. And it's like it's 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 you know. It's, and I talked to a friend about this because he started talking to me about like this one roommate that like doesn't do shit. And I had a realization. I'm like, I'm that, but it's like the roommate is my wife. <laughs> You're like, I'm the I'm the bad roommate, man. I'm the bad roommate. Yeah, like I, I, I have to like get my shit like together. So, so it's, you, it's really fun. So you guys don't have any kids, right? No, we, uh, we just got a dog this year, but yeah, no kids. Oh uh, man, look, when if you guys ever go down that route, it it's, it it adds another um, exciting element to to, to the uh, the the. Um, the uh, situation believe me um, yes uh, in, in terms of like um like duties yeah yeah oh, yeah yeah it gets it gets crazy it's like you know i mean i have a five-year-old and and he's at that point where he's uh he he doesn't want to listen to anything at all like i'm telling him yeah. what to do and then he gets so angry and like yells yeah. at me and i'm like dude you can't do that like you gotta calm down <laughs> i'm like you're only five you know, I, I already see it. When you're ten, I'm gonna have to knock you on your ass. It's like that's what's gonna happen. It's like it's crazy. 
but <laughs> I'm just, uh, you know, it, it's just like he's he's a good kid. He's just he, he's pigheaded like his mom sometimes. Where he, you tell him, can you do this? No, I'm like, all right, you know. But you have to. You have to clean your room if you yeah, want Yeah, that's when you take you know? the question mark off the end of it. You're like, yeah. no, you can you, do this. You have to, yeah. Do it. Not, yeah. So yeah, it, 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 that, that to me is crazy. Yeah, I don't have a kid, so I have no idea. But I'm like, <laughs> even with my dog, I'm like, it's like, you know, she, she, I'm like, she used to come to me when I would say come or like, I, you know, we do this touch game <laughs> right. where I give her a piece of food when I say touch. And then it was so good. I was like, this is great. Just in case, if I ever need her, I just say this word. And she, and then it stopped happening. And I'm like I'm thinking about just your your kid who like won't clean the room. Right. You're like, well, I said the magic word. <laughs> hey man, look, I, I work I work at a vet clinic. I've been working I've been working in the veterinary field for like 26 years, and it's way easier to train a dog than a child. <laughs> I know, I know. Like you can yell at a dog, come here, and they'll come. You you know it'll it stop when you say no. They listen. You know what I mean? I know. Oh. Yeah. Oh man, not a kid, dude. Whew. Oh crazy. man, it's tough. But um but yeah, dude, That's... we I sat back uh today and um re- and and listened to you. I knew you were a musician. I knew you I knew you played music and uh and I listened to uh the way you um what is it? Uh made your bed. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I make my bed from inside my bed. From yeah. inside. <laughs> that was that was pretty awesome, and and I love the fact that your wife won't eat your stir fry. Yeah, I don't make I don't make good fried rice. Yeah, it's true. Oh, that's what it's fried rice, fried rice. That's what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, the only other uh, the, the other one that that brings bell to me was the one of where you were gonna the be, name the the new cool was the one that I was talking about. Oh, knew it, knew it being cool. Yes, I love that. Yeah, that one. That one's like not even you know that was that was sort of like. I really not in it, like you know it's it, I think I've whenever I've written songs whether they're I actually writing comedic songs is is relatively new for me I, I I've done it for other people but like for performing them myself I never wanted to get it twisted because so often I grew up playing in bands and so I take it serious nice. but like there's always a tone of like there's always sort of a cleverness or or sort of like a quirkiness to to my songwriting where there is like moments that are comedic. Um, but in the way that like, I don't know, like Morrissey is like sometimes funny or, <laughs> you know, like, or I'm trying to think of like, there are certain <coughs> artists that are just kind of like, they, they have a line that's like, that's funny. Right, um, right. Yeah. And like, so I always thought of it like that. And I always wanted to keep it separate because I didn't want it to be like, oh, I'm Tenacious D. I wanted it to, right. to be like, I, I'm, a, I'm like, I play music. Like, I grew up with like really loving Weezer. So I always feel like my songs always kind of sound like a Weezer song at the end of the day. And that song specifically does. And it does. I had this idea for a video. And I, I thought it was quirky, but also not like the intent to be funny. But it is confusing, I think, for people who are like getting into me. <laughs> well, I what I thought was cool was like I, I thought that like when I was listening to the song, I was like, man, this is a really good song. I could see this being on the radio. And then 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 you said you found a dead body, and I just started laughing. I was like, that's great, <laughs> that's so good. And plus, I want to say in that video, you you kind of you kind of look like uh, Adam Levine a little bit. Wow, yeah, that's funny, yeah. yeah. Uh, one of my fa- I, I, I'll you know, definitely have to check that out then. Yeah, yeah I know you do. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, don't, I don't look at comments a lot, but my favorite one was there's somebody wrote, um, they were like, don't you feel like it's because there's a bunch of high school kids in it. But don't you feel weird that like you're an older person, like in your 30s and you're like going after like a 
like a high school woman and that's my wife in it <laughs> she, she, she like loves that comment and i have to say like that's my wife she's actually a year older than me. that's know? funny dude that's so good what a compliment yeah see i think you you should have responded without the and she's a year older than me yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's well, my actually, wife. She's my wife, and yeah. I'm a musician from the 1940s. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Minus the Coke bottle. So, um, so do you have? Do you do you any other? Did you actually put out albums and stuff, or are you just doing the stuff yeah. on YouTube? Yeah. So uh, you know, it's the other thing that makes it confusing is like I, I've been in the band for a long time, and then I used to, it was called uh, it's called Less Vinyl. We might we might continue to make albums. It's just fun to do those people I just really like making music with. But it's been harder. Everyone got different jobs, um, and it's harder to record. So I and I record a lot on my own. So I I, I think that I put out an album of like a bunch of songs I made on my own. You know, and then I started refining it every time. So I, I think each album I've put out sounds a little bit better and closer to like when I have gone to studios yeah. to record yeah. with the band. And um, I just like it. I, I enjoy it. But then I, I also those Instagram songs that you were talking about, I put that out on, you know, streaming sites along with those other albums I've put out. Oh, very cool. So I think it's like, OK, so this one album's comedic, but the other stuff, how do people know? So it's so I, I have a new album of, of more like, you know, just earnest songs that I'm nice. putting out soon. And so, I, I, you know, you never know how people are going to find it. I just hope they like whatever and don't like whatever they don't like. And, you yeah. know, I don't really care that much that it has to have a specific thing. I'm not, you know, again, I'm not looking to be an influencer. I'm not looking <laughs> to have a brand. You know what I mean? It's not like come on, on Instagram and drop. YouTube. So you have to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you're already an influencer, man. Come on. Come on. <laughs> oh, true. Um, for but, the uh, for the ones that are on Instagram and YouTube, um I mean, you mentioned that, like, yeah, you really can't cook stir fry, and um, <laughs> and whenever I saw the uh, the bed one, I was like, man, I might actually try that. So same influence plus one. Um, are they are? And, and I only saw just a few of the songs. Uh, mostly, I was watching Staten Island stuff. Right. For the songs, are they mostly things that do come from real life, or is it like, oh, I've got this would be something funny, but instead of doing like like writing a bit about it, I'm just gonna write it as a funny mm -hmm. song. Yeah, I mean, I used to do a lot more stand up and I would have these premises and nice. you you like, you know, and I'm, I also came from like a real improvised background. So I think most of the time, like when I'm writing a song, like for, like the ones you mentioned, like sometimes I'll just like stream of conscious, like be playing the song or listening to the song that I like or listening to the instrumental that I had just recorded and then be like, oh, this would be funny if I said this mm. and then I would extrapolate from there. And like improvise, like, what does that mean? Like, you know, there's a thing in comedy as you're writing where you're like, if this is true, what else is true? Right, meaning right. like, you know, meaning like, uh, oh, if I'm saying that, you know, like, I just like the idea of like fried rice. Like, I can't make good <laughs> fried rice. And I, I just like, especially because it sounded like it starts and it almost sounds like it's like a pop song, like an yes. sync song. And then all of a sudden it's like, it's funny to me to be like, what if sync was like, and this is not really what the idea of the song is, but in my head, I'm like, what if NSYNC had a song that was like, I can't make good fried rice? Um, <laughs> and I just liked that cadence. I said those words, I think, I, or I said something like it when I was like just making up dummy lyrics in my head. Mm -hmm. And then I just followed that rabbit hole. And I, that's typically what happens. Like, I, Also, like I had with a joke with my friends was that I that is how I make the bed. 
like the right. one where I make it from inside. And I had shot a, like a, just on my cell phone. I had shot a video of myself doing it and said to my friends, and they were like, this is insane. You should be in a, a mental hospital. <laughs> like they were all like, this is your career. This is nuts. Like, I can't believe you do this. And they're also like, but side note, I am going to try it. Right. And then, so I had that idea of to do something with that. And then I, I think, I, I don't know, like usually it comes like I'll just sit at the piano or sit at, with a guitar and play some chords and then, whatever mood I'm in decide like what that is going to be like. Like, like there's this, there, this one of the songs I have is that like, it's me and I, I mean, in my closet, I keep switching suits is the video. And mm-hmm. it's, it's like, um, it's about how like my dad won't dance with my mom at events, like <laughs> weddings and stuff that we go to uh-huh. as a family. So I have to dance with my mom. <laughs> and like, like, you know, I, like, I, I, I don't know. I call my dad a coward or something like that. <laughs> That that that's just a premise that like you know I I thought of a while ago too that I think as I was playing chords I, I started singing something different and then I was like actually this would be fun to bring this premise in for some reason I, you know it kind of changes each time right do you find it harder to write it as songs as opposed to you said like you done a bunch of stand-up too no i find it so much easier to make songs i have been doing it for such a long time i love uh-huh. writing music and I, I think it's so easy like i i've done projects where we've i have me and a friend patrick noth uh did a project called chase and rose where we were like like kind of like the, that group lfo that has that mm-hmm. song that's oh like, yeah like girls that <laughs> yeah, no, no, and yeah. yeah and so we were like wanted to have all this like whispery white rap and so we put out <laughs> two albums like that and it and it was so fast and easy to write songs like that writing lyrics writing that stuff, like, you know, just taking an idea and just beating the hell out of it with rhymes is something that comes really easy. I don't know why. I've, like, always liked it and always done it, um, whether it's comedic or earnest. And so that's much easier. And I also like, like, I, I, I you know, in New York City, like, there's the stand-up clubs, which are cool. And there's all these, like, alt shows where, you know, the UCB Theater, which is which was big and a bunch of these small shows and it's nice to be on a bill and do a bunch of songs in between standups because right. it just breaks up the night a little bit. You yeah. know, it, it yeah. keeps the crowd engaged and I've always really liked that. And I've always, I, you know, by performing music my whole life, it's just easier to me than getting up and just having a microphone. Right. Uh, right. Which is a crutch, you know, it's definitely like a, a comedic crutch of mine to have to do songs or something. It's, it's a little like, I also, you know, I get down on myself that it's a little gimmicky or whatever, but, it's no, uh, it's fun. I I like it. it. But if you can do it well, yeah. which from what I've seen of yours, are real. They're actually funny. Like, and there's only been like a handful of people that I've seen that can like do it, and it and it be funny it'd and be good. good. Yeah. And it's like that's so no that like super mad respect to you for that because that's oh, appreciate that. that's 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 like a really big accomplishment. I think. Thank you. I, it's nice. I, I never stop and really think about that kind of stuff, but it's it's nice when somebody says something nice like that. Yeah, like I mean, that. I the, there is only like a handful of guys that, that you said it with the music that actually, I mean, I've seen a bunch of people try it. Yeah. And it's really try bad. It. It's really bad. Yeah. Like, really bad. <laughs> like, we've hosted, uh, the podcast ho- used to host an open mic, and we used to do uh, comedy showcases every once in a while uh, out here, and man... You know, we they, there was some real gold and there was some Oof. real bad stuff on those those shows, man. Yeah, I remember like going to open mics and seeing like a person with like a ukulele, like 
you know, but like do do a few songs and like maybe like like if they did three songs, like one of them, I'd be like, oh, that is good. Like, I, and I'd always be like, I think they need to change this, this, and that. you know, like a little right. like kind of right. edit as you go, and you're like, you almost got it. But I think I definitely I I I have some old demos of ideas that I had like. I had this one song that was called like I'm gonna murder myself and it's so bad like it's like you know it's that thing I'm like oh no one's even heard it and I'm embarrassed by it <laughs> come on man that sounds great <laughs> but it's just like the way there's just no you know sometimes like early on in comedy you just like let me try everything that's right. shocking and funny and not necessarily right. like there's like too many jokes <laughs> Like a lot of things should just have one joke that you tell multiple times in different ways. That's surprising. That's right. all you need to do. Like at the end of the day, that's kind of all you need to do. <laughs> and then early on, though, sometimes you're like, "What if I'll throw this in there?" And it doesn't make sense. So it's just this like cacophony of, yeah, right, yeah. You try I'm to d- get I'm a little just bit so everything. eager to get it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, do you find it harder now to write uh, jokes because of like the change in the world? Like you have to be so PC nowadays, and you have to be just walk that thin line, you know. Like not, uh, not too much. I, I I personally don't, you know. Like I, I you know, I, I definitely um, have said things or done things that I'm like, oh, that's probably that didn't age well, or right. Or that's a right. That's a weird perspective to have. I, I think I was talking to a friend today about like an old sketch video I made in college that I was like, this would be ripped apart and like it's problematic and stuff you know and 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 there's a lot of it's tough like with that with that kind of thing it's there's two sides to it which is like one is like you know look like at the end of the day if if it's just like a sketch where somebody said something i don't think they should lose their career but at the same time it's okay to flag it and be like this is not funny for these reasons it's right like a weird it's a weird take it's like this is like you know homophobic or racist or you know i'm not saying like you should throw them in a ditch but <laughs> it is also to be like so often i think people are like you know it's it's free speech and you, you should be allowed to make these jokes when you're like well i'm not that offended it's more so it's just really hacky yeah <laughs> right? yeah you know? and that's that's the thing for me is like sometimes like when you're going to that well of of like, you know, there, you could make I, I I do sometimes believe that you can make any joke as long as it's really unique and a fresh take. Right. right. Absolutely. But but I think often people kind of go for a, like a hacky premise. The shock. Or, yeah. Or a yeah. shock. Like, for where shock's it's, sake. Yeah. It means nothing. Just There's no same. actual commentary and it's been done a thousand times. So that's, you know, so I, I think um to your question, I think like it's it's not it's it's just as hard as it ever as it ever was. <laughs> There's just more scrutiny over a what's what's been done before and and b right. what is you know rooted in some sort of you know I don't know. Yeah, we all we always. You're, you're in New York though, right? Yeah. Have you ever like lived or worked doing comedy in California? Yeah, a little bit. I, I I've done stand up on the road like opening for the impractical jokers or right. um doing some stand up for other you know other reasons or or improv for other reasons i actually feel like when i leave new york it's it's interesting it's like different things work um at, you know in other places like i i always feel like new york like if if the joke is like 
broad and like would hit at a big venue, it will mm-hmm. it'll die in New York. <laughs> really, <laughs> really? <laughs> like unique, weird stuff that's like quirky would do well here and then die other places. So it's you just kind of have to tailor your set a little bit different. But in terms of like you know PC stuff, no, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because I, I just I'd heard some things like just hearing things from different comedians, you know, like over the years how. Like there are things you can say and it's not as offensive, you know, like in New York or even like just comedians, like just busting each other's balls and stuff. Whereas like if they were doing that with fellow comedians, you know, in in L.A. or something like people, why are you being so mean? It's (laughs) like, no, just tell me that your set stinks. That's all. (gasps) Different different venues definitely have different tones. Like you can get you can get away with a lot at like, you know, the comedy cellar or like right. places like that. Because I think there's just this, it's an institution of sort of, uh, it's all jokes and it means nothing. Right. But, um, but then I think when you go to other spaces, it's a little bit different. And I'm not saying one's um, right or wrong. I just I just think it's like- It's just different crowds. Yeah, yeah it's just, it's, it's it's different crowds. And I think like, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to, it's hard to, to put a finger on exactly it. But personally, I, I can only speak to myself and the stuff I write and I don't, I don't overthink it. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't really try to, I don't try to like, I'm writing always. And I think everyone should write for what you find funny. Right. And then see where the chips land. Um, you know, with that in mind, I think it's good to, to, to question why you think might something's funny or like if it doesn't work you should like re- regardless of race or uh, of of like a like a shock value joke like there are there are times that i'll just make a joke that i love and then it just doesn't always hit it it's either it goes above heads or even if it, it just doesn't work it doesn't land and in which case i'll be like all right i really like that but i you know i gotta kill you gotta kill your babies you always say all right and you know, I, you know, and so much of the stuff I've been doing in the last couple of years, aside from even quarantine, has been writing for TV and writing where you write something and then you're not it's not going to go to an audience for a little while mm-hmm. versus like going up on stage and you're getting instant feedback. Um, right. And you have to go through all these like, you know, like yeah, that's the thing. TV has so many so much like standards and practices like S&P, like, uh, mm-hmm you know, censorship stuff. So I, I've always kind of written in, in mind of, of it to, to get through those hoops and still be funny. There's a guy who I work with a lot. His name is Jake Van Wagner and he's from Utah and he grew up in the Mormon community. He's Mormon and he's just as funny as anyone I've ever met. And he's never said a curse word. And nice. I, right. like, no, I mean, I, I, I love like a ton of, you know, like dirty, you know, comedy seller type guys. And, but, Brian Regan is one of my favorites right. and he's, you know, he's said like maybe hell or damn. You know? Right. Right. But yeah. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, you I... know, guys, guys, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Bill Cosby never said a curse word either, but look where he's at. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but he never did any of that stuff on stage. <laughs> that's true. You're right. You're right. You're right. I, yeah, I can't, I can't. You know, and that's, that's one thing that we were talking about with, uh, with Skylar was, uh, the fact that, you know, how do you feel like he, he feels like if he tells somebody sometimes, uh, yeah, you know, I really liked, you know, uh, say, say Bill Cosby's his thing on this, you know, or this and that, but being so like what they did in their, you know, towards their end of their life, like their career, how they screwed up so bad later on. 
the people are like, "Ooh, I can't believe you 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 feel like you like them." You know, it's like, "Well, dude, they were funny." I mean, that's you can't. You well, that, can't that's deny when you have that to shit. say, like, "Oh man, like Bill Cosby had this great take on this." Like in 1988, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everything is dated. You know, it's old. Yeah, I, I think it's like it's like sports where you're like, this person has a lot of home runs, but they get an asterisk. Right. It's like, like you know, and it's funny because Cosby he got in trouble for it late in his life, but he was doing it at the height of his at career. the whole time. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and like during his career. So, but you you definitely can't take away what he had done for the industry in terms of being like, you know, like having this successful sitcom as a black performer and like, and all that, even the whole cast, like that whole show. I mean, it's, it's beyond just him and, and also his standup influenced so many great people Mm -hmm. that that's the thing. It's hard to separate that. Um, You just have to understand, like, you don't know that person. Right. And, you know, you, you don't have to like that person. You could, you know, I, I guess it's tough because, you know, there's there's this element of like some people you shouldn't separate the art and the artist. But can you separate the artist and the impact? Right. right. That's right. the question. Right. And I don't think you, I, I think I mean, I think you can in that you could separate and be like the impact that this person had is so important that it transcends it. Although it's not like I'm trying to give him accolades. Well, no, just no, no, don't no, no, leave, no. Just don't leave a drink open around him. Guess <laughs> yeah. end of the day, I probably won't have a drink around Bill Cosby. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. A, lot, a myriad of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you said you write a lot of stuff for television and things like that. And I mean, I know, I know you have, uh, you've written some stuff for the Impractical Jokers. You've done other things like, uh, was it Billy on the Street you've written for that? Yeah, uh, um, I think for that I mostly was like a, a contributing writer, which means okay. like I think I just submitted stuff at the time from like from home. Like oh, I mean, okay. I, I, okay. it was never in an office or anything. Okay. But yeah, and um, and I just happened to read this thing where you're doing something with TBS's reboot for Joker's Wild. Does that oh. does that exist? I never even yeah heard. that so all right so which which wait so so this is interesting because I I worked on Snoop Dogg's Joker's Wild <laughs> right. I didn't even Game know that show. existed. Yeah, <laughs> I, I worked. I, I think I wrote for the second season. Um, wow. And I don't know if they are did more or if they have if they have more. And I don't know how many seasons they did, but I worked on the second season of it, and that was really fun. It was like coming up with really fun, weird games and jokes for Snoop Dogg <laughs> based on like his personality. So like the games were always like weed and you know, hip hop oriented right, yeah. and, and just mm-hmm. pop culture at large. And in whatever guests we had, I think at one point I wrote a rap <laughs> for ice cube and Snoop to go back and forth Get the about fuck being, about <laughs> being hangry, dude, dude, <laughs> that right there alone should be, should be like your, your like crowning thing. Look, I wrote a rap no. for the two legends to rap against each other. That's so and they did it. And they did it. <laughs> Dude, that's beautiful. And I just pulled it up because I have my like notes app on my computer. And <laughs> so the idea would be <laughs> it would be that you had to guess what they were hangry for. Oh my God. I need and, to and and it would go back and forth where it would All be right. like, uh, I'm so hangry I could scream. Chill, homie, have some ice cream. No, Snoop. 
<laughs> no, Snoop, I want something salty, man. Just chill out and help me understand. Gotta be airy and crunchy with butter. To be honest, I'm I'm confused as hell, brother. I eat it when I'm chilling at the movies. I can't figure it out. But can you please? And then that's like what the guest has to answer what he's talking about. It's popcorn. Popcorn. Very good. Yeah, that was awesome, dude. That's so good. I haven't practiced these, so I, I don't think I did it justice. I'm sure I'm sure Ice Cube and Snoop did a better job. But how fucking well, cool is that? If I ever that? see either of them in concert, I'm yelling, popcorn! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see this. <laughs> oh, dude, that's so good, though. I mean, like, I, I you know, it's really funny because I never even knew that show existed. I mean, I knew the Joker's wild from, you know, the yeah. 70s or whatever it was. Mm. But but I didn't know they redid it. And I was like, wow. That, when I read that, I was like, that's incredible. <laughs> Can I do another one? And you guys have to guess. Yes, yes, yes. Let's do it. Okay, here we go. Let's do it. So always, I think it always starts with Ice Cube, and right. it goes back and forth. And I think I switched to a Snoop voice. Ooh, okay, okay. go for it. That'd be good. I'm so hangry, I could break something, man. Just chill, homie, and have some flan. <laughs> this is already bad. <laughs> Should be flan. Anyway, uh, no Snoop. I want a salty bite. Okay, cool down and describe it. All right, it's meaty, like jerky, but thin. Damn, Cube, I don't know where to begin. You snap into it like the Macho Man. <laughs> Do you know the answer? I just don't understand. Yes. A Slim Jim, baby. Slim Jim. Come on. That's great, dude. So, oh, yeah, oh, it was yeah, always – I loved writing for this show because it was so much – it was so many, like <laughs> – there was like I would always throw in like a like a like a Funyuns you know uh, reference or like stuff that's like weed, but also there's stuff that's like just hip hop. It was so fun, dude. That's the great dude. That seriously, oh I, I I super appreciate you doing that because that was so good. That was so much fun, yeah. man. Damn. Yeah, I I think I wrote like eight of those, which is so funny. That's too many to do, but it's no, it's not I, enough. I, it's not enough. It was it was a nice feeling when they were like oh, they need they need you know, Snoop and Ice Cube need more so you have to write more of these and I was like hell yeah. <laughs> if you ever want to write that for this show, I will give you a segment for our show where you can come on and you can do a a, a make fun rap. I would in, in a heartbeat, dude. That's so That's good. Funny. Yeah. Down. Uh, you know, I told you. I, I, it's 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 so fun to do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, 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 like, dude, it, you're always welcome to do that. That's so incredible. <laughs> that was so much fun. Um, I, I did find another thing that um, it said you were a part of is something called Above Average Presents. Oh, Above Average Presents. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, what is this? Like, it seems like it's like a like a, a network that you guys are doing on. Is it online or is it actually on a TV show or so how's it work? I, I, I actually don't know if they exist anymore. They really, were, they, they, so they were kind of like, there was a time where there was a lot of like internet comedy, like college humor and yeah. funny or die. And they oh, okay, were yeah. that, and that model kind of didn't work. Um, and so they, so they had, they made a lot of videos. They were affiliated with Broadway video, which does SNL. Mm hmm. And we, I made a bunch of videos for them at one point, and then now that's sort of, I think they're kind of on their way out, or they're they're licensing their stuff. They might, you know, who knows? They might have like a resurrection, but I, I'm not sure exactly where they're at these days. Oh, okay. But All they right. were, it was great people making great stuff over there. I was just curious because I mean, I've never, like I said, I've never heard of it before, so I figured I'd, I'd ask, like, you know. Oh yeah. Oh, that was. About. I had made, yeah, I had made a bunch of videos, and that was a fun 
process because it, it was the first time in my life that I could go to a place and be like, hey, I, here's a pitch. This is what I would like to do. And they'd be like, let's do it. Um, nice. Because, you know, like so often, you know, if I'm pitching an idea to like True TV or Comedy Central or whatever, there's like so many loops and then so many, I'm sorry, hoops and so many so many people to talk yeah. to and by the and they're like you know maybe some people are like yes but then by the time it gets to like are you going to make it it's like a no and right. you know there's just in this industry there's way more no's than yeses and this was a place that was like letting younger you know producers comedians make that's, stuff that's good though i mean i mean yeah nice and you're right there is a lot of a lot more no's than there is yeses and, yeah and, and, <laughs> yeah and um you know i mean <laughs> But, dude, you've done so well with the things that you've done. Mm. I mean, that should be one thing you should be proud of, man. You, you're doing really well with everything. Oh, that's – I mean, it's so hard to really – it's like it's so hard to see that stuff when you're in it because, you know, obviously, like, you know, success is, is something that people should self-define and never base it on, you know. I, it, you know. Right. But – and also it's it's subjective. But, um yeah, when when you're in it, you're kind of like, oh, what's the next project? Like, what's going on? What what should I be doing? And you're always comparing yourself. It's a grass is always greener situation right. for like other people doing things. I also grew up with like my brother, who's you know he's on SNL. He's like been killing it my whole life. <laughs> so, but like, which was good though, because at like a young age, it was very much like, oh, I don't have to, I, I shouldn't compare myself to him because he's like, he went to the better high school and he had been you know, better grades like my whole life. So that's always helped me. And he's also been the greatest, nicest guy who's, who's like, you know, uh, he's encouraging, but also not like doesn't give out handouts kind of right. thing. It's right. like, and I love that. Um, at the same time, it's, it's, it was good for me to just learn that at a young age, like, uh, you shouldn't compare yourself to other people, even though they're your blood relative. <laughs> and my parents were always really good at ever like always treating us differently and our, our, you know, just, I think the way, the way our brains are wired, like there's some things that are very similar cause we're siblings, but the, our process is so different. So it's, right. it's just cool. It's, it's just interesting to see. But, uh, what I was going to tell you, man, is, um, I, I, the first time I ever experienced you on television was when, when you were first doing, um, uh, was it Joker's inside? inside? Yeah. Uh, oh, I forget which one. Um, in, In's is it there's inside jokes and there's impractical insider. I think that's what that's what the first one was. Impractical, oh, uh, cool. impractical insiders, and I thought it was great. I, I love the fact that you were doing because uh, me and my wife, why, dude, look, they might as well change the channel from True TV <laughs> to Impractical Jokers Television because I mean that's all it's running on that right now, and, and or has been, and yeah, and I've been we've been saying that because like we watch it constantly even if it's the same freaking episode we watch it but i loved when you started coming in because it was breaking up the same episode you know what i'm saying like it was like okay we did see that episode before but now we get to see a little more with with you when casey was on which was very cool so it, it added something to it and it kind of sparked my interest in to see who the hell that guy was which was you. oh that's nice you know and and i think that was really cool you know Cool. Yeah, it was it was fun doing those. We 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 did so many, like both between the Inside Joke series and the and the Insider series. There was just like a bunch that we did. Yeah, I think we just a, a lot for a lot of reasons. Like it was kind of hit or miss with with like with fans. I think they were kind of like, oh, I think it was it wasn't brought in. It wasn't like brought in 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 the best way, like from 
like you know either from true or through like you know with the with the guys like the guys came up with the idea but we didn't know exactly when it would air and stuff so it could have been like indoctrinated a little bit better <laughs> yeah. but um at the same time i think fans were just kind of like we want more of these four guys and that's always been the case like whenever we bring people in really uh yeah and you know like with you know uh fatone or with like nitro circus or with you know any time that we bring in other things they're kind of like we just want these four guys if anything we would want, want like an hour episode <laughs> and this seemed like we was taking time out of the show but it was really just taking time out of commercials yeah so there was just like a mix um, like there was a mixed bag of people who liked it and didn't like it so i think also we found that it's so much easier to just use extra stuff extra footage that they shot that day rather than film more stuff for oh the yeah show. oh yeah so eventually sure. we we stopped doing the, the insider which i i was never i was surprised that i even got that gig because it was like working on this show has always been so amazing it's like i was hired as um actually i was hired as like um a musician that made the song and then I was hired as like a, a writer that was actually just a PA because the show was so small. So I was like picking up vans and then I was then I was actually informed. I was then formally asked to be like a producer on the show. And then I was like doing music for the show. And, the, you know, and then I was That's I was hosting cool. this thing and I was like, I can't believe the show. And I was a head writer at one point. It was like cr- crazy that it was nice. becoming so many things. And at the same time, I was also leaving. The guys were so nice to let me leave to do other gigs. So I would leave to do that Snoop Dogg show or whatever it was. And um, I took time off or, you know, to do other projects. And then in the last actually couple of seasons, I've been full time again. Uh, but it's fun. It's It's been really it's been a real and actually, this as of right now, this like month has been the ten year anniversary of when I've been working on the wow. show. Wow, that's is, crazy that the show's been around that long already, <laughs> right? dude. It's been ten years. Like, I like like the pilot was. It's eleven years for the pilot, like in October Holy or November shit. or something like that, and then ten years for the actual when we started production on the TV show, um, so which is crazy. really nuts. That is crazy, man. Is that's that's how long we've been around? Actually, we've been around for ten years, and, and like, oh, congratulations! Oh, thanks. <laughs> we're not quite uh, uh up to impractical <laughs> Joker standards, but we're good. We're all right, you know. <laughs> no, but we've been around oh, for yeah. ten years, man. We've been pushing and scraping and doing the things that we have to do to to, you know, keep it going. And uh, but yeah. still, I mean, it's just amazing to see how things you know snowball especially for you guys with that show i mean you know when i first saw it on on television i was like oh this is funny you know and then no one ever heard of it i kept telling everybody you guys gotta watch the show man it's really funny you know i'm like these this is a this is it's a fun show you know yeah it's crazy it's like it it's really you know I think people forget at this point because the narrative now is like this show's been on for so long or like the na- the narrative is like it's like this this true TV show that's always on TV. Right. But we started at a time that the sh- the network was completely different. Yes. We were like the fish out of water and and it was like they were taking a risk. And we didn't know we didn't every season for the first 5 seasons was are we going to get another season. So wow. season 1 we had 8 episodes. 8 episodes were were greenlit. To, for this for this TV show, and we were like, this is this is the this is it, this is the biggest shit, and we made eight episodes. And in the middle, like after like you know, a couple months of filming, they liked what they were seeing, and they were like, we're going to back order eight more episodes for season one, which is kind of like a roundabout way of being like, oh, we're not going to give you a season two, we're going to give you a a back order so that your season is now sixteen Instead episodes. Yeah. So it's it's which is great. We were like. <laughs> 
okay. We're like, you know, we'll <laughs> Thank do you. if you want. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Come on. At the same rate. Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, because it was, you know, it's like it, they, it was so low budget. Like the guys were driving the vans. Like the guys were like lugging gear. I was, you know, we were all kind of doing that shit. You know, uh, for the first couple seasons, it was, you know, once in a while, like you, you would just see Joe Gatto behind the, the van because that's awesome. Maybe like to get to, you know, like at the end of there was a spontaneous rap party at the end of the day. And like the guy who usually drives the van, like had a few drinks. And that <laughs> guy that I'm referring to is me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Gatto would drive back from Seaside, New Jersey or like wherever else. And it was. It was really fun, you know, and it's so cool that it that scrappy little show is what it is now. Yeah, it's amazing. And I still think of the show as that show, and it, I still think of it as like it's a miracle that we even get to make these dumb jokes. What's you know <laughs> what, what what me and my wife always laugh about is like I was like all right, so this show's been on for a long time and it's always on TV, and you guys still find fucking people who don't know who those guys are. Oh right. Yeah. It's amazing. I, I forget because it's just there's so many. It's just so many people who don't even like watch TV these days. Right. They just have like, you know, they have Disney Plus and they don't have cable. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And I say, who needs cable anymore when you got uh, all these streaming apps now? You know, it's like, yeah. God yeah. damn. But so, uh, yeah, and and in New York, it was always good to film in New York because you'd ask people, you'd have them sign a release, and they'd be like, "Okay, I've never heard of the show. I don't have a TV." <laughs> like people are like a tv in new york is like that's extra real estate i don't have that I use my <laughs> it's, it's like a car right like nobody has a car yeah. in new york yeah. no one has a car a lot of people a lot of people don't have tvs because they're just like i i i i barely have i'm barely in yeah. my apartment a person could sleep in that space yeah, yeah right exactly. right right that's where yeah, my I, baby goes I, i've ne- i've actually never been to new york and i've always oh. wa- i've always wanted to go and i hear it's a really cool place to visit but i've never been so Oh yeah, you got it. It's yeah, so no, it's yeah. awesome. Really? Yeah, yeah it's just <laughs> un- it's just a unique town. I and, and it, it feels like being in another world sometimes. Like when you when you walk around, you know, it's funny. Like I've been living in Brooklyn this entire quarter. I've been in Brooklyn for a long time, but I I uh, I, I recent I, today I had to think of where Herald Square is, which is a place I used to go to all the time. Or, or I was thinking of 34th Street, that area, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I couldn't remember the name Herald Square. I was like, what the fuck is that area called? <laughs> I haven't – I've been into the city like a few times, but I haven't been on the subway in a year, in, in about wow. a little less yeah. than a year, like since it shut down. I haven't been on the subway, which is crazy. Like, I, I, you know, I've, 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 I haven't had to go in. And if I have, I actually have a car, so I, I did drive in a few times. I'm such a borough kid. Like a Staten Island kid. I, <laughs> I mean, I mean, for you, for you to not remember things, man, you, you, it, it's not like you're that old, buddy. Oh, I know. And I grew <laughs> up here. And it's like, you know, so, can know. you actually like drive in New York now with how everything yeah. is oh, yeah, all yeah. shut down? Like, oh. there's not, there's not like three hours of traffic to. No, no, no. It's, wow. I mean, it's, it's the same. It's kind of the traffic was great for a little bit. There was, it was dead. There was no cars on the road. Yeah. And I, I would just sometimes like we, my wife and I would just joyride. Yeah. Oh and no, that's just, that's how it was here. Like we're, oh, you yeah. know, we're based out of New Orleans, and yeah. I mean, but we're actually uh, like in the kind of a suburban out outer city of New Orleans, and there was one time like I had to go to a bookstore in New Orleans. Um, they were about to close. It was like some book that my wife had ordered was was in, and and I was like, 
and I'd have to go through like the central business district, cut across town. Usually, like normally, not even in, in uh, rush hour time, it, it would be like a thirty minute drive. Yeah, like with rush say, hour traffic, thirty this forty is, like, five minutes. Thirty, and so like you know, it would have taken me like an hour. I got there and like I think eight minutes <laughs> I'm, I'm just doing like a hundred through everything it's like night at a comet like nobody's <laughs> you said night at a comet that's funny yeah. there, there was two, two, two different times in my life there was a big blackout in 2000 something um and i drove into the city just to see the blackout and that oh, was wow. fucking cool. <laughs> I bet I'm that sorry. was crazy, dude. Oh my god, it was that was like coming over and seeing buildings that were just completely in the in the dark. Jeez. And and it was like it was like seeing dinosaurs. Like it was like <laughs> like, like sleeping dinosaurs. That's what it was like. It felt like you're like, "Oh my god, you I'm, you you're like I'm driving past King Kong and he's asleep." Right. Like you're like, "Whoa, I don't want to, you know, it was just so unique." And then you sometimes you'd see candles in the windows and stuff like it was really beautiful. And yeah. you, you know, and we went to a bar that was like all lit by a candle and wow. uh you know, like our favorite bar, and they were just like getting rid of stuff. So before it like went bad, mm-hmm. like beers and stuff, and uh, right, right, or like you know it got warm. And uh, liquor definitely doesn't need to be. Okay, <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> that cannot go to waste, people. Yep, sure. you must save They're it like, all. You, you might have to drink it neat, but uh, it's not a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've only I've only been to New York twice, and like I was in Queens and in Manhattan. And so, like, watching all your Staten Island stuff, like, yeah. dude, there are people like that here. And it was just killing me. Like, I was like, oh, my God, like, these guys are everywhere. <laughs> these are just yeah. fucking, <laughs> these, yeah, Bethlehem, like, yeah. It's true. Yeah, like, they are. It is everywhere now. It's like, <laughs> it's, it, there's a certain personality that I grew up with that I really kind of love. <laughs> yeah. Like, lean into it. And I was I was so ups- I mean luckily there were like a lot of like I was watching your stuff on YouTube and um, like on your channel and there were a lot of them but I was so sad that they were only like a minute or two long each and I'm like no I want more of this I want more of this that's but funny the best part was like how it was just like every two minutes I would just hear like first and foremost I'm like oh, that's that's my I love that that's my new favorite catchphrase <laughs> that's so funny yeah there's little things there's little choices I don't know how they like just I don't know how I just decided to start saying that, but then right. I just, just keep doing it. <laughs> it works, dude. Just keep it going. Yeah, keep it going. Don't yeah, stop. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make some this week. Hey, see, there Which, you go. Let's let's plug your YouTube and Instagram. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think most. Yeah, most of the stuff I've done, I've been lucky to get at Casey Jost. I don't have that on TikTok, but I also don't have anything on TikTok. So right. same with us. <laughs> this is an anti. This is an anti. Follow me on TikTok. Yes. Um, well, we're not thirteen, so I guess. It's well, okay. you know, look. But you know what? Honestly, though, like a friend of mine, I'll say this: a friend of mine from the UK. Uh, his name's Mart. He's also he all comes on a show and he hosts a host show every once in a while. But uh, he, uh, his wife posted a video of how she what what how they work out christmas it was like a minute or two video of like because people kept asking her how she works out getting all the kids she's got two kids christmas yeah. presents so she explained how how they did it you know minute or two ninety five thousand views in a day Jesus. in a day wow for oh nothing God. she's like i don't know what happened i went viral for no reason <laughs> 
She's an influencer. Yep. So, so wow. see, so uh, I'm already coming up with an idea to splice some stuff together for TikTok. We, we actually have a TikTok <laughs> page, but we don't have anything on it because we're all old bastards and don't really right. care about TikTok. <laughs> But I, I I'm just at a point where I'm trying to like phase every all of that stuff out, right? Just for yeah. my own sanity. And so I'm like, I'm not gonna like as I'm like, I gotta get off all this stuff. I'm not gonna join a new one. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's so it's so funny. People are like, I really I got a social media detox. And now I'm like, now I'm like, now people are like, oh, I'm gonna join TikTok too. And you're like, whatever happened? Like, you quit Facebook, but then you're like. <laughs> On this other thing that yeah. like sucks up even more. People go down these like someone somebody was telling me today they were like, Oh, I just accidentally lost like two hours to TikTok. I'm like, Oh <laughs> my wife my wife does it all the time, dude. She'll sit down and I'm like, What are you doing? She's like, I'm watching some TikTok videos. I said, All right, I'll go in the living room and do some stuff or whatever I gotta do. Maybe I'll sit down and play look, I played Make dinner. <laughs> yeah. I played I played a video game for three and a half hours. All right. I got up and I went in there to make sure she was alive. Because she was sitting there playing with her phone on the, the TikTok app. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what did you watch? Uh, I've been watching the same video from like six different people over and over again. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? How is yeah. that? How's that fun, man? How's that good? Yeah. You know, it's like, I, I don't I don't get it. But it's that's funny because I'm in a group with like a, some friends that well, like a few of them will drop TikTok, TikTok videos. And that's right? the only time that I'll see a TikTok video. And mm. it's always like there's never a high there's not not really ever like a high height it's always like the the highs are like it's usually around the same place of yeah. like at most i'm like oh okay yeah i'm the same way right. i'm like oh that's that's okay that's just funny oh, i didn't yeah. think yeah. about it I, yeah i guess i never thought about that okay you know yeah. whatever it is it's like okay there's never like oh my god this changes everything yeah they, they could just rename the app um or we could start our own called huh and it'd be the same thing you know (laughs) yeah i feel like everyone who watches stuff too like goes through it and they're like no one's even like ever laughing you're just kind of like droning you're just like this like robot going through it and then you're like you're like i like this one and you (laughs) share it to somebody else because like you're like this is what my personality is like i this this speaks to me for some, you know what I mean. I'm not happy or sad. This is who I am, and you send it to people and be like, "Are you who I am?" <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's yeah, bleak. My... That's a bleak view, but it is. But it's so true, buddy. It's so that it, uh, you hit the nail on the head, man. It's just like a it's no, a weird my, my, thing. My ten year old daughter is into it, and she'll be like, "Oh, I got to show you this funny video." And I've gotten to a point where I'm just like, I'm not <laughs> like I'll tell her. I'm like. Am I actually going to laugh, or am I just going to have this face by the time the video is over? And and I and I feel bad because it's like, you know, I mean, dude, I'm like 45 and jaded on as far as like (laughs) like you got to be like really funny to make me laugh. And and I feel and she's just like starting out like you know she's laughing at fart jokes and shit like that. And and uh, and I feel like I'm like, oh god, you're. You don't even know what funny, but it's like, dude, come on. She's ten. She can, she can laugh at yes, it, and, I'm I, happy. and I do I'm actually, feel like, yeah, I don't. I, I, I absolutely, I'm, I'm happy for that generation to have something like, yeah. I, I, I had, I grew up with like Napster, and I then mm-hmm. I had like, yes. um, Kazaa and like LimeWire, mm-hmm. right? LimeWire. Yeah. I, I remember downloading like, 
comedy sketches and you could only mm-hmm. get like three minutes of it tops like you know and that would take you like a day right but <laughs> On I remember, like finding weird stuff and like under you know and like finding it funny and i i guess i wish i had an app that would just like give me funny stuff or right. stuff to help develop my sense of humor right but you know, I, I don't know. It's it's almost I don't know, maybe too accessible. You're never like digging like for something, you know, you know? Like you have to right. you don't have to wait. You just have to like get it instantly and like get yeah. your fix of memes or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I, I support I, I not support, but I, I, I get why <laughs> it, it it's fine for kids. Yeah, uh, yeah. and I, I don't wanna be, you know, like the <laughs> Like when my mom took me to go see Kiss when I was in fourth grade, and she was like, "There was nothing like the Eagles," and I'm like, oh, "God, you're so old." And you know, you're, like getting you're getting that you way. You're getting that way, right? Yeah, and and like, right, yeah, and and so I'm like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't want to be that," but at the same time, I'm like, "Dude, are these TikTok memes gonna be the same as like, you know, a Carlin or Pryor album?" No, from, you know, it, it's, yeah, never. That would that, don't even don't even put don't even say TikTok and Carlin t- and, and Pryor together right. ever. That would never happen, dude. Right, but but you know that it's like back when that was out, there were people that were like our age that were like, "Yeah, this isn't funny. You you need to have uh, Bob Newhart on the phone." Yeah, it's, it's telling like it's 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 just. Yeah, I, I don't want to be it's like definitely the, it's definitely I that, yeah that's why like I've been trying to have my opinion be like. Um, like it's not bad. It's just not for me. If that right, makes right. sense, yeah, like, a little I, more I, open. Yeah, and also a friend of mine told me he was he was who's on TikTok was like I saw this thing from um, what was it? Frank Caliendo, who's nice. on TikTok, and I never was a huge Frank Caliendo fan, but he right. described it as like an impression that turned from like uh, it was it was like uh, it kept going from like one guy to another. And it, 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 let's say it started with like Mark Ruffalo and became Joe Rogan, and it sounded <laughs> really funny. And I was like, TikTok is good for like an impre- like an impressionist, yeah, who right. you know can kind of do a thing pretty quickly, and it'd be funny. And I, I was kind of like, that sounds funny. Like I yeah. like that idea. I just don't want to, you know, stare into my phone and have to watch <laughs> that at like and a bunch of other. You know, I don't know. There's so I, it was just like quick impression transitions. Like, yeah, it sounded funny, and he. I think okay. the thing he the, the the line that made me laugh, just from my friend doing a version of it, which was like, was just like, oh man, that guy's an alien, and it was like a very <laughs> Joe Rogan thing. Like he's talking right. shit about someone, and also it's also a conspiracy theory. And I just thought that was really funny. It was like, you know, this like funny take yeah. on Joe Rogan. I don't know. It, it was cool. It was. It, I, I like the idea. You don't need the minute-long, uh, rich little setup of yeah. You know, if, if Richard Nixon was in a McDonald's, right. yeah, man. You, I think you like said... I, I think like I think like um, Ad Rock was like on. I love Ad Rock from the Beastie yeah. Boys. Wow, and he yeah. was on Sway in the Morning, and he was just talking about. He was talking. They were asking him maybe about modern hip hop, and he was like, <gasps> he was like, I'm oh, not gonna talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna talk shit about it because it's like he's like I. Why do you care? You you don't want to yeah. know what I think. It doesn't matter yeah. what I think. It's like for yeah, younger people. I, I, and yeah, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it doesn't matter what I think. And he's like great about it. He's like and he's like I don't really listen to it, but just because there's still so much stuff from the '60s and '70s that I'm still getting through. Right. You know. And yeah. That's like, didn't, didn't he say something like, uh, "Why would a 23 year old care what I think?" Right. Now? I'm like 45 or something. It's like yeah. he should like yeah like and and they shouldn't. They honestly yeah. probably shouldn't. 
even though he's a legend. Except and I he's think he's a legend. Oh, he is a, he is a fucking legend. I agree. Dude. I agree. But I, I also like the, the, the kid who does care about Ad-Rock will probably be cool for other reasons. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's like it's this it's it's this uh, I don't know. Uh contradictory but also uh, it's cool. It's whatever <laughs> happens happens. It's a generation right. gap, yeah. man. That's all there is. It's always been that way. Like my dad would look at me strange when I brought in like, you know, deicide records or something you know it's like mm. oh my god you know i was just talking to my friend about deicide really no shit yeah, yeah. like i'd be so, like like hey I dad i got this record he's gonna, like uh. are we gonna talk about metal i hope we can yeah fuck yeah dude mm-hmm. so i love metal and i i actually really like death metal more than any kind of metal really because i'm kind i'm you, kind of like wait a minute if it's not all the way then it's then don't give it to me right and I so I have I should send it to you. I so I just recently reached out to an old friend who was in a band called By Fear I Fall. And he he used to drive me to we used to work together at a swim club. We were lifeguards, which is also so funny. Like I love this kid who was like a metal head that was also a lifeguard. It's like it never <laughs> happened. <laughs> well, but dude, he was an anom- he was an anomaly. He was like really funny, really cool, like like you know metal guy, but like you know crushed it in Staten Island. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. You wouldn't expect it. Um, and anyway, so like he had this band called By Fear I Fall, and I can't believe how good they were for. Like high, like kind of high school, college age. Right. They never practiced because my friend was always like at the same parties that I would go to, um, doing shrooms like out of nowhere, you know, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. And then he, but like his his band is so cool, and I listened to it recently, and I was like, this is great. Like I, it still holds up. And what I like about it is it's kind of classic metal, kind of like early Metallica, nice. but with like death metal vocals. Oh, okay. All right. That sounds. I'm. I'm intrigued. I'm very intrigued. Um. In fact, I think they have two songs. I think they have two songs on Bandcamp. In fact, you know, I'll I'll send you I'll send you an entire CD. Uh. Uh. Over, wherever I'll send it to you through something. Um. Uh, my old band. It's called Resurrection Man. I'll send it to you. Cool. And let you listen to that. Please. I'm. I, I was a vocalist for that band for ten years, and then I started doing a like a, a New York hardcore style uh band called Breach wow. for a while. Yeah. What was it called? Breach. Cool. Yeah. And, awesome. Uh, and um, I know, uh, Vernon, you've been in bands before too, right? A little bit, oh, like right after high school. Um, Mo- mostly punk stuff, like, though, huh? Yeah, we did like some original stuff, and then we would like do like a, a Melvin's cover and a Misfits cover. Nice. Uh, oh, that's cool. But, yeah. I love the Misfits, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Me too, man. But like with with me. with a death metal, my friend would play me three bands, and or he'd play me a bunch, but my favorite three that I would request were deicide nice um corrosion of conformity all right oh, nice and dying fetus <laughs> nice nice <laughs> i you really know, like that you know what's yeah. funny is uh you know pepper keenan is in is in crowbar from uh-huh. from down here right, in, he was in coc also, right, right right yeah yeah from down here yeah. in new orleans and my band used to share <laughs> used to share a room with those dudes so for the corrosion of conformity reference that's the, that was the original guitar player for that band Wow, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's definitely like or some early Slipknot I like too and like weird other metal and and like you know, some classic metal here and there and I like Sabbath. Oh yeah. Um but like those three like I, I liked and I and I borrowed the CDs at the time and I ripped them and I still have them and I and I once in a while. <laughs> like if I'm in the mood I'll throw on some death metal. But yeah, it's it's not like my first choice always, but I, I have so much respect for it. 
I mean, I get it. a lot a lot of people are always like, oh, "How do you listen to that?" I'm like, "Well, I I I like a lot of different genres of music. I mean, I do. Mm-hmm. I, I range from mindless self indulgence all the way to like Deicide <laughs> and Morbid Angel. You know, so it's a big gap of stuff. And um, but if you look at the technical aspect of what death metal is, if you look at how they play music, they're some of the best musicians on the planet. Like yeah. it's just the skill mm-hmm. level alone. I mean, just uh, as fast as they can play a drummer that plays death metal is ridiculous. <laughs> like <laughs> I love also where they'll take a song. Yes. That's what I, that's what I like too. That's the part that I, I think I always come back to is like, it's this way for a while and then it goes to this and then it always kind of goes to the surprising like place. And like on paper, I think most people would be like, this all sounds the same because I, I think it's, it, you have to like have the, like a tuned ear for it. Yeah. But I always, that's what I always like is that the songwriting. Yeah. My boss is always saying, how can you listen? It sounds like two pit bulls fighting. I'm like, yes, that's why. And I'm like, cause I like it. And, and that was, and that was only, he always refers to uh, Slipknot as the two pit bulls fighting, which I think is funny. <laughs> I'm like, if you think oh, wow, that's funny. Uh, one one time he went to a uh, what's called the it's no longer around. It was the uh, the Mayhem Festival that used to tour. And uh, he went one year with um, uh, his brother. I was supposed to go with him, but I couldn't go. And mm-hmm. uh, one of the ba- he got to see um, uh, Cannibal Corpse. And, I was just thinking about them. That's and funny. and uh, Behemoth play. And he was like wow dude he's like I, I, it was insane i was like yeah, i told you that was really good he said behemoth was spitting blood and doing all kind of crazy shit on stage that's cool yeah yeah that's uh, yeah there's just something really fun about it that's just you know yeah that and, i like and to this day i still bo- i book shows out here i book uh metal bands and stuff at the l- a little venue out here and oh, uh, cool. yeah so i always get like the the local metal scene is is thriving and still pushing, you know, out here. So. Oh, I, I, I mean, you can never kill the metal scene. I mean, like <laughs> that, there will always be people coming back to metal. That's yeah, the best part. I agree. It's it's like professional wrestling. I always right. think of it similarly. <laughs> like we're, there are people who are like who like scoff at it, and then there, are, but it, at the end of the day, there's like these diehards that'll never go away. And everyone has watched it at least one time in their entire life. You know, everybody's mm-hmm. watched that. Rush wrestling. Everybody oh. has. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we all grew up with Hulk Hogan, and you know, and of course, Randy Savage. Oh yeah, brother. Ah, I love him. I, there is something <laughs> interesting about, like, like wrestling right now is like in an upswing, or it has been, and it it's like a million dollar plus, you know, industry, and it's like, will metal have an upswing again? I hope so. I think it will. I think there's got to be somebody who will like kind of bring it back or make it cool. And it's probably going to be Bruno Mars, right, guys? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was going to think Post Malone, but you, all right, you, you got me you with Bruno Mars. Bruno Post Mars. Malone. <laughs> if, you haven't, if you haven't seen Post Malone do his live thing he did with uh, Nirvana covers, you should look it up on YouTube. You will love it. It's fantastic. Oh, that's – I think I have. I think I have. I, I he does he does like weird ones he does like milk it right he yeah he he dude let me tell you he played him travis barker and i forget who the other two guys were they all did like before anybody started doing all these um uh live streams 
Yeah. Oh, they put yeah. It together. I did see some of those. Yeah. They put it together and they did. They they were one of the first people. They did it for free. Like, hey, we're gonna do something to help everybody relax. You know, we'll do some entertainment. And Post Malone blew me away with his guitar playing and his singing yeah. On, yeah. on those songs. And I was just like, I got more respect for you now than I did before. Yeah. You know, I saw. I dude, I I saw it and I love it. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I did. I did so see good. it. I think he does. I think his choice too is really good. Yes. I think he does like some of the hits like Lithium and stuff. But yeah. I think he did like. They did a weird, like an in utero one that it was like, wow, you're doing this. Yeah, he did a lot of he did a lot of B cut type things, you know, like stuff that wasn't went into uh, in the mind's eye. But you know, it was super, super good, and I, I just, I, I actually uh, uh, ripped it on on my iTunes because I was like, I gotta have this, you know, it was that good to me, you know. Yeah, but, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. I gotta check that out. Yeah, I, 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 I did have a lot of respect for him. Then he went all in on like. Doritos commercials and, and like post <laughs> limon and I was like I was like come on what, what? but this that's an, I mean look we're gonna get an old I'm gonna be an old man again and be like there's no selling out for this generation <laughs> got everything um, everything's gotta sell out at least once man Metallica did it everybody else is gonna do it so yeah that's true that's true you, you gotta you know it's, it's all it's forever been based in commercials yes yeah and like selling products. That's what all art is, right? That's, you're right. You're right. And speaking of which, man, look, I know I cut you off before, but tell all these people out here where they can find you and oh, yeah. all your good stuff, man. Yeah, everything's at Casey Jost. I think Instagram and YouTube and, and all that stuff. And and if you want to hear more music, uh, it's Casey Jost on uh, streaming services. It's got the comedy stuff. There's some serious stuff. I'll let you decide which one's which. And, uh <laughs> Yeah, and then, yeah, please. I hope you like it. If you don't, um, change change how you feel. That's right. That's right. Give <laughs> it um, <laughs> another chance. Uh, but all right. So, Casey, man, thank you again for coming on the show. We really appreciated you doing this. Yes. Taking, taking the time out. So much fun. Anytime. Please have me back. I'd love to come uh, back. Of course, a hundred percent, dude. And and I was serious. I was serious. If you ever wanted to sit back. And write silly Drive shit, rhymes. And, do the, and do those rhymes, and I will make a segment it. for you, bro. If I could get Ice Cube and Snoop, um, I will get them, and we'll do it. <laughs> yes, yes, that'd be great. Um, I'll work on my impressions. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, again, thank you, man, so much for doing this. Um, I was thank your you. host, Wayne. I was your co-guest host, Vernon. <laughs> and that was Mr. Casey Jose, and. Yo. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to keep it, keep it, keep it, Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama.
Okay, then. That's it. Get the butt!